and asking that your breath may blow over our lives here today removing the chaff separating the chaff from the wheat we are asking dear father that as we break bread you impart life into our hearts yes provide us with the necessary word timely word that will bring us up in stature in strength that we may be wise children of god the lord jesus christ said wisdom is justified by her children we are children of wisdom so we have come to justify the wisdom of god in this house to hallow it to revere it and to appreciate the words that come forth from the mouth of God. Build us up by your word. Strengthen the parts in us, the parts in us that are weakened. Strengthen our feeble hands and our feeble knees that we may walk and run our race with patience. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, open up our understanding open up our eyes open up our ears as we stand to sit and listen at the feet of the Lord Jesus Christ we believe on the words of the Lord thank you jisoi pakrelenjo tranjeptikiza na shele tranande pira santo rekistron dele parastaronje predila transtro Mere sotre de vectra e gesatre li distoi caprate vengele du setre. Mangrusta le prali drengolo setre le dopli ravangetre li strotti prevengele traman secredito. Shemala sombrade gregete le clavronoso shele barakna. Zunclete le bradizo ketre le zefre stoie kembrade stora bashika satra liga bahaya. Yemvesi tri kanoti sedaya shan soro do kongre zemelon shele pranze trola manzi peron se tredifere sata mane klutre le stave nuhitra hai pasofigite la hai minusila manatila marasuti medasai Sheikha Prata Sankrozale Traman Zebrediklo Rosasha Ladia Thank you Holy Ghost Samasha Barasega Manjebretele Granzo Ponchele Traman Sega Prata Kalasure Ingalabara Stoi Grabasande Let something in this place be released oh God undeniably visible undeniably evident of the presence of the Holy Spirit in our lives Oh let your word come with power let your word come oh god with the force from which it leaves the mouth of the father oh and we are ready to receive it we are ready to receive it we love you jesus we bless you jesus we honor you jesus we hallow you master in jesus name we pray amen hallelujah amen sit down glory to god praise the lord Uh thank you Jesus. 
for you. Whew. Praise the Lord. our lives we must come to the place where the presence of God becomes our natural habitat the presence of God becomes our natural habitation so many of us live life so much estranged alienated from the presence of God that when we find ourselves in the presence of God it seems foreign it seems out of place and you sort of have to find your place within that presence but he meant for his presence to become our habitation our natural environment and the 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 more we draw close to him through his word the more the desire to be in his presence will increase you see god god is a gentleman he never imposes himself on us he never forces himself on us because he has given us the power of free will so he 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 desires communion he desires fellowship he desires oneness but he waits for us to initiate he waits for us to draw near he waits and he can wait your whole life and it will still not bother him it will still not bother him and he waits for us to come to the awareness to the consciousness that our need for him in this life trumps every other need we have and so daily we begin to love his presence we want to be in his presence we want to be with him he says by faith the just shall walk by faith they shall walk to have yourself under that environment constantly will change you there is absolutely no inch of doubt that if you can stay in god's presence long enough something will change about you something will be different about you the bible says that when the sanhedrin gather together to interview and interrogate the apostles the bible says they saw something strange with these men because they knew they were learned men they knew they were learned men but they were speaking in ways that denoted a stature that they did not previously have and then they said they saw that they had been with Jesus. Amen. Because something truly happens to you when you are in his presence. Amen. So so much 
we talk about the presence of God, His presence to you is as much important as your presence before Him. You understand what I said to you? Yes, we cry for the presence of God. Sometimes He calls for your presence. And many times we are not present. We are not present. You know, we may be in church like this, and your mind is somewhere else, and your thoughts are playing games with you. Yet you say, Oh, let your presence come. Why should it come when you are not there? Why should it come when you are not present yourself? So we want God to be present, yet we are absent. He said to Abraham, to Adam, where are you? Where are you? He was hiding behind a tree. He went and asked him, where are you? Looking at him, Adam, where are you? He was physically present, but spiritually dislodged. And sometimes that's, that's where we are in our spiritual positioning in life. And the Father keeps asking us, where are you? Where are you? You are busy praying for the miracle, but you are not there. He says, tell my brethren, I go before them to Galilee. They will find me there. <laughs> there are fixed locations where God expects to meet with us. There are locations on earth that if a man would find his way there, surely he will, he will find, if not the presence of God, he will find his concentration of his presence there. Because there are, for instance, if you can find the place where Jacob laid his head, Right now, if you can go and find it and lay there, the same thing that happened to Jacob will happen to you. You hear some people saying they, they, they take pilgrimages to Israel and they go to uh, Iraq, Mount Ammon and stuff like that, go to Mount Sinai and stuff. Most of them come back and they tell you they've had experiences. Because God's presence Oh. When God's presence, where's that fan? When God's presence is on a place, you know, it's like it's like an animal. Lions are territorial. You know that creatures like lions, hyenas, all these—they are territorial in nature. That means. They have a way to mark a territory, right? So you will find that they will go and scout the land and then if they find a territory where it has not been territorially uh, 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 claimed, they will go maybe pee there or leave their cow down there as a scent because that, st that scent can stay for months at a time. You may not smell it, but the animals can smell it. And... Every other lion that comes to that place, 
and smells the scent of that lion knows that this place has been territorially marked. It's the same with God. He, he marks locations that he has reserved by the appearance of his presence. So whenever any man can go to that place, sure enough, something will happen. Is the power of the presence of God. When Ezekiel came into power as king, the Bible says one of the things he did is that he went to go destroy the brazen serpent because the people have made an idol of that thing. The brazen serpent was the serpent that God told Moses to make for the children of Israel to look upon and be healed of the plague of snakes that he had sent upon them. So from that time, God said, I mean, it was only for that time. But generations later, that thing is still working. Is the power, the residue of his presence. That's the word. The residue of his presence. That's why you cannot be with him and not have something in you be affected. There will be a residue, a, a staining of his presence that remains with you. So our hearts must always be crying out to God. God, I want you. God, I need you. I hunger after you. I thirst after you. Show me your face. Moses, after seeing what he saw, after experiencing what he experienced, he still had the audacity to tell God, show me your glory. I have seen your power. I have seen your works, but I want to see you. He said, I have seen the similitude of your form, but I want to see your glory. A man who has tasted so much of God, yet still hungered. He has seen so much of God, yet he was not familiar with what he has seen, with what he has experienced. And that is the problem we find ourselves in this generation, where God shows so much of his presence that we become familiar to his presence. That when his presence now shows up, we, we no longer have the reverence that we should, because it's something we are used to. But God is intelligent. You know what he will do? He will withdraw his presence until that hunger in your life begins to be rekindled. When he sees that you are getting too familiar, he runs away. That's why the presence of God in your life in different seasons is not always concentrated the same. Sometimes it seems like every time you pray, heaven is near. Every time you pray, God is next to you. But there are times where you pray and it feels like you're in a wilderness and God is not there. And you are wondering, I am praying, but God, where are you? Where are you? Like those times when I used to pray and your fellowship was so close to me. It is because you have become familiar. Back then when the presence of God used to come in your room and you were praying, you would cry. Now when that presence comes, you no longer cry. You are used to it. Yeah. I is God. <laughs> what happened? Familiarity. Familiarity. 
a generation that wants his hand but do not want his heart a generation that is settled to hear his word but never meet the author Jesus said this is a wicked and perverse generation because it seeks after a sign he said, but no sign shall be given to this generation except the sign of Jonah. Then he said, and Jonah shall rise, Zamatea Gradia, shall rise at the judgment against this generation. Then he says, by the great time Jonah is here. He says, the queen of the south will rise in judgment against this generation for because she came from the east to hear the wisdom of solomon yet greater than solomon is here and this generation does not want to hear anything from him <laughs> the queen left her throne left her kingdom to seek wisdom from a man in an estranged land what are you willing to sacrifice what are you willing to leave to hear the words of the greater than Solomon. Has it dawned on you that Jesus is who he said he was? Is where he said he has been? He said, Father, glorify me now with yourself and the glory which I had with you before the world was. This Jesus that was talking and praying and walked to earth was an ancient man. He said, before Abraham was, I am. He is as ancient as God, yet he walked the earth and they did not know him. Yet the world was made by him. The creator amongst his creation. And still creation does not recognize that this is the one that made him. Because creation has lived so much outside of his presence. Smith Bogosworth said, if the, even if the, to some people, even if the Holy Ghost can come wearing a red cap, they still wouldn't recognize him. You ask yourself, would you recognize the three men as divine beings when they walk past your house? Would you recognize them? To the point that you invite them and prepare a meal for them. A generation that does not want him. said Jerusalem oh Jerusalem how I long to gather you to gather you to myself as a hen gathers a chase it's the city that kills her prophets he said I sent you prophets and you killed them I sent you apostles and you persecuted them he said nevertheless you shall see me no more until you say blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord until you recognize me, you'll not see me anymore. There's a strange thing going on in the realm of the spirit. A very strange thing. It is like Jesus has withdrawn himself in the realm of the spirit. 
Like the activities that go on in the realm of the spirit, they go on as though Jesus Christ is not existent in the spirit. He said, I am withdrawing myself. Climb the mountain, dig the wells, tread the path, find God, find God, find God, find God. Let that be the pursuit, the purpose of your life, to find God, to find Him. Don't you realize that nothing in this world really offers true satisfaction? Nothing in this world offers true fulfillment? You buy a phone today, you are excited about it for two days for two weeks. After two weeks, it is as if it doesn't exist to you anymore. You buy a car, you are happy about it for a month. After a month, it doesn't give you the joy it once did. He said, anyone that drinks of this water shall thirst again. You will always want more. Why? Because the craving is not satisfied. You think the day you have money, life will be good. Yeah. Some of us have had money and, and for a moment it seemed like our whole world would become all right. And then we realize there is nothing to this thing. Yeah. There is absolutely nothing. It, it does not provide you with any sense of peace, any sense of joy, any sense of fulfillment. Yeah. Some of you think, if all, if I can just have two million, I'll be okay for the rest of my life. You will have it. And you will realize, this is not it. There is something. There is something in life. Yes. Jesus said, do you not know that life does not consist of the abundance of possessions that man has? There is more to life. The young rich man asked for eternal life. Jesus said, sell what you have. And he said, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. Then Jesus said, oh, how hard it is for rich men to enter the kingdom of God. If you are poor, you should be grateful that your access to the kingdom of God will be much easier. Paul says, tell those who are rich not to trust in uncertain riches. So where can I find fulfillment? Where can I find peace? Jesus. 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 That's the only place. Jesus. 
You think marriage will sort out all your problems? You'll become more happy. Some people think they'll become more happier once they get married. He said, he that shall drink of the water that I shall give this shall never thirst again. And the spirit of the world tries to convince us that there is something more outside Jesus. It tries to convince us by presenting us, enticing us, were things that seem to have real value but have no value, no base whatsoever. Why? To tell you that Jesus is not enough. Why has this generation been so far removed from the tenets of the gospel? The spirit of the world. The spirit of the world. Jesus. 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 I wish in this church you will get to a point in your lives where nothing, nothing does it for you except the real, genuine presence of Jesus Christ is my desire. He must be found. He must be sought after. David said, I I sought after you with the whole heart. He doesn't say with my whole heart. He said with the whole heart. I sought after you. Every day we come here, we sing, we teach. It's all about one thing. To give you more fuel to go after him. To thrust you deeper and further to finding him in your life. She says, but who do you say that I am? I hear you tell me who men say that I am, but who do you say that I am? When it came to the testimonies of others, they had something to say. Pastor so-and-so, apostle so-and-so, prophet so-and-so says you are this, you are that. But who do you say that I am? that you can have no other help except from his own. Hallelujah. 
where you 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 fear asking anything from men yeah. that you can't ask from him. Yeah. Well, you tell him I refuse to go anywhere until I get my answer from you. Because if I go outside, there's no answers for me there. Only confusion, assumption, and opinions. Jesus. We must find out about this Jesus. Atsnahitra atestegisa parasta, shinetestaik tezosta pareshte tedelesotresta, shimadista pradesto consale trene menzefe, shisnaik pagratne sostele tedaefen shepetra atisto gila, semenshara bisto ketele kayun so predita. Selemangaro sefredize klerekat nango shepredisa. Thank you, Jesus. You can't pretend to know him. You can't pretend. Because the proof of your knowledge of him is the presence that dispensed from you if you know him something of him will be dispensed every time you relate with people something of him will be dispensed how have we gotten to a place in our life in our Christian walk, where we are able to discern the Lord's own and those who are not His. It is because we live so far away from Him. Everything looks the same to us. The miracles of Moses are no different from the miracles of the Chaldeans and the Egyptian sorcerers because we are not in His presence. We see them casting down their rod, turning into the very same serpent that Moses' rod turned into. And we said, ah, where is the difference? Where is the difference? Same power. Because we don't know the source. We have not been with the source enough to know that this changing is a strange one. It is power, but it is strange. It is power, but it is corrupted. Why? Because we do not have the purity of communion with the source of all life. Our Christianity is, is only just dabbling in the shallow parts. In fact, we are not even we are not even in the shallow parts, we are dabbling in it. Trying to test is this thing it? Is this thing it? Drown and you will find reality. Go deep into the ocean and you will find reality. Because reality does not present itself in the shallow. Everybody can be in the shallow, but only those who have been prepared for the deep can go down deep. Deep calls unto deep. Deep calls unto deep. Deep calls unto deep. 
what is the testimony of your Christian experience? Is it that you have received Christ as your Lord, that he died for you? Or is it that you have found the one who died for you? He says, while the bridegroom delayed, they all slept. <laughs> because it's only natural that in the night we must sleep. They all woke up when a voice cried out in the midnight to say, Come meet your bridegroom. The only difference was one had the lamp to reach the place, the other had to go back to find without the Holy Spirit we cannot find the house where the bridegroom is waiting for us hallelujah That's why when we come here and I say, let's worship the Lord, in my mind, what I'm trying to achieve is for those few minutes, help you forget about everything else and see the glory of Jesus, the magnificence of who he is. And that maybe at least by seeing all those things, you may fall down before him and love him. He's worth all the love you can give him. He's worth all the love you can give him. Lift up your hands. I love you, Lord. I love you, Lord, for you first loved me. For you first loved me. Oh, I love you, Lord. I really do love you, Lord. For you first love me. For you first love me. Life has tried to make me forget of my Savior's love. This life has tried to cheat me off a relationship so priceless, but I'm coming back to that place of communion. 
I'm coming back to that place of intimacy. Give it to me on the piano. I'm coming back to that place of fellowship. Where you are my number one And all else comes last My master, I'm coming back <coughs> Jesus, number one Number one My number one My number one, number one, Jesus, my number one. Situations, circumstances, they try to derail me. Lord, they really tried. Past pains and hurts and disappointments. They try to take your place, but now I'm coming back. Lord, I'm coming back where you are, number one. Number one. I'm coming back to that place. You're my number one, Jesus. My number one, Jesus. Take me to that place, to that secret place where I can be with you, God. You can make me love you, wrap me in your arms, God, wrap me in your arms, God, wrap me in your arms, God, your arms, God, take me to that place, to that secret place, where I
that secret place where I can be with you, God. You can make me love you as you wrap me in your arms, God. As you wrap me in your arms, God. Remind me that you are my first love. Before the career, before the job, before the degrees, before the money, before the wife, before the husband, you were my first love. I wanna be where you are. Remember he said it in his prayer that they may be with us. I wanna be where you are. I wanna be where you are, Lord. He that dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty God. I wanna be where you are. He can read your heart. sanctuary in the first part there was the lampstand and on the opposite side there was the table of the showbread and God said to Moses you shall place the showbread continually before my face the presence of the showbread represents the presence and the face of God when you meet the Holy Ghost he will show you the face of God The bread is to be eaten by the priests. Every morning, hot and living bread would be placed there, representing the presence, the presence, 
the presence. And he says, continually let it be before my face. Holy One of Israel. Holy One of Israel. Do you not know, have you not heard, that the Lord God is He and He never slumbers, He never sleeps. He that keeps Israel. He that keeps Israel. Never slumbers nor sleep. Always awake, watching over me. Always awake, watching over me. If that's the case, we should spend the rest of our days looking for him, seeking his face. I love you, God. 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 Oh, I love you, God. I love you, God. I love you, God. I love you, God. What business do we have praying for other things? when we have not yet fulfilled the first commandment which is to love the lord your god with all your heart with all your soul with all your strength and with all your mind what business do we have seeking after other things when we have not yet consolidated our own love for him to love him with all of our strength with all of our souls with all of our hearts to love him jesus i love you god seeking after gifts stop seeking after graces seek to love the lord it is the greatest commandment to love our god oh i love you god i love you god i love you god i love wife, mother, or father, or husband, or brother, or sister, more than he loves me, is not worthy of me. Nothing must triumph the love of Jesus in your heart. Not your spouse, not your mother, not your father, not your brother, not your sister, not your job, not your career, not your education. Your love for God must destroy and quench all other affections for other things. Teach me to love you. Teach me to love you.
Jesus.
sound of healing. The sound of the deliverance of the Lord. That's what the angel with the tambourine is telling me. That's what that sound is.
music does not need permission to enter your soul. It does not need permission to enter your soul. There are harmonies in the spirit that God has designated for the healing of the soul, of the spirit and of the body. This sound that I'm playing right now, I'm hearing it in the spirit being played by the angels. And the angel that was playing the tambourine said, this is the sound of healing and of the deliverance of the Lord. Yes, so we're going to play. And allow that sound of the Spirit of God to make men's in your spirit, in your soul, in your body. Access, access, let the Lord have access. Access to the deepest parts of you, deepest surpasse, for those seventh day let the priest go around the wall seven times and at the last time let the priest sound the ram and it shall be that as they sound that all the people shall shout and the walls of that great city shall fall down sound has always been instrumental in the dismantling of fortifications this is the sound of the spirit.
stand up, please. Just lift up your hands to the Lord.
Spirit be lifted high. 
opportunity to be in your presence. That no glory, no flesh may glory in his presence. We take no glory of ourselves, but we give it all to you. we need just the presence of God.
they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. Strength is being renewed at this time. They that wait upon the Lord shall mount up with wings as eagles. People are receiving grace to ascend. Grace to ascend is being released right now. To ascend like an eagle to the corners of the Lord. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Unhindered communion. You're opening up the rivers, opening up the doors. Excess, 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 excess. The door is open. The door. Jesus 
for an outpour. You see, we're getting somewhere. We're getting somewhere with God. For an outpour. I feel that thing. And now, Paul, manifest like the rain. Pour your rains upon us. Ask the Lord for rain in the time of the latter rain. We ask for rain. We ask for rain. The rain of your spirit, the raining of your presence. We ask for rain. We ask for rain. Showers of rain. Woo! An abundance, a deluge of rain. We ask for rain, Father. Everybody in this house, everybody here today, we ask for rain. For rain. Let they rip open the heavens. Do not spare, do not spare us, Lord. Let it fall.
in the glory. Jesus said, with joy unexplainable. With joy unexplainable. Joy unexplainable. Joy unexplainable. Joy unexplainable.
stand if we can stand